Blog Talk Radio. Bedroom gymnastics just are plain done. You ain't on fleek. The best way to tap into your inner sexy is to find it with Nia Jackson. Yes, Nia is the owner and operator of PYC Studios. And listen. 
Let's say you want to learn how to twerk. What about pole dancing? What about booty pop? What about just learning a sexy dance for his next birthday? Yes, she is here in Hoover. She will help you learn your pace, carve out that tone, sexy body that you have, while all at the same time teaching you how to be a beast in the bedroom. Contact Nia at PYTstudios.com or call her at 205-444-0066. Tell her the Empress sent you. The Empire is a place where I talk, you talk, but everybody gets to talk. It's where you can speak openly, honestly, and without worry or hesitation about being politically correct. It's your forum to discuss what matters to you and to me. Individual expressions are boring and they can create nothing but a monologue. Who wants to know all about just me? I want to know about you. So if you want to tell it like it is, The Empire is where it's going to go down. Check Facebook or my website for show times and days as those days and times may change. For more information, contact me at EmpressCooperDavidson at gmail.com or by my website at www.TheEmpress.com. But when the Empire speaks, the Empress listens. Empire. This is the Empress, and it is Tuesday, August the 25th, 2015, and we're on tonight. I've already gotten email uh, information with regard to Blog Talk Radio experiencing some difficulty with host lines and guest lines, but I do see some calls already in. So if we can get to the point where we can open up the lines and do a little bit of discussion, we'll upset. Otherwise, I guess I lied when I said this is not a monologue and you don't want to know a lot about me. I ain't going to talk about how fat I am, but I will give the information of education that I'm trying to show. And tonight's show is about body truth, about body image, if you're fit or if you're fat, because, you know, the idea of what that is, what that looks like, how that goes, is different from one person to the next. Now, I was supposed to have a model online tonight. Unfortunately, at her not disclosing, I guess, to her manager, they tried to say that, yeah, we can do this, but what we'll have to do is charge a fee. Well, let's just get this clear. I don't make a dime off any of this that I do, so I do not uh, anticipate uh, paying anyone just to have a conversation with me because that's what we're doing. We're having a free conversation, well, free to everybody that's listening, but a free conversation all the same. Um, I do understand that people's uh, craft and people's purpose and people's way, it's become very common for people to charge for their services, but when um, it's you know, a bid for certain things and certain venues. And, you know, this is audience of mine, uh, which may not be as big as others. I just like for people to have a place to, to uh, hear truth and um, go, you know, together, learn something, uh, share something, dump something off. It's just good to have a conversation at times. And, you know, some people want to charge for it. I don't charge for that. Uh, actually, I pay for my time. And this is well spent time for me. I always learn something by listening to other people. So this is why I do that. So unfortunately, she won't be on the show tonight. Still a beautiful person, fit perfectly into this whole platform. And um, unfortunately, just 
you know, things happen, and I do understand not upset at all about it. But at the same time, I think that when people commit to do something from their heart, I think that it shouldn't always equal out to some type of financial gain or exchange. People get so hung up on trying to make a buck off of something that they're that they're actually here to share for free. I mean, it's, it's amazing to me, uh, whether that be, you know, if it's your livelihood, that's one thing. And I do understand that. And I understand that if I was actually bidding to uh, ch- or charging you for the, you know, exposure. But, you know, I don't, I'm not a business person. I, it's not a way I would love to be paid for what I do every week or every, you know, two days a week because, but thing about it is that it helps me. So I get paid regardless. I get paid when it comes down to it because uh, I always learn something. I'm always able to either share something or empty out a space in myself where something else can be fed. But I know that you didn't come online to hear just about that. What you did come online to hear about is this whole body image thing, and we're going to get into that. But i got to address a couple of things. Now, first of all, I was doing real good today uh, with regard to my attitude. I was, like, not being real Black Pantherish. I was trying my best to just be kind of on the up and up. And then a couple of videos that I've shared to my personal page on Facebook, and you can add me on Facebook, Sharon the Empress Cooper. Um, first of all, I'm sick of the Duggars, okay? I'm sick of the Duggar family just because y'all decide to have a 100 people have, you know, you decide to have a baby every time your pig go off. Uh, I I just don't get it. You know, that was just weird to me. It, I didn't understand why they were making it such a grand thing because really the children were taking care of the family and that idea. And now the Douglas have been, uh, again, put into the spotlight over this Ashley Madison hat. Now, he's not the only one. Josh Duggar has already, and before this, I don't even know if this was the initiating outing of his infidelity to his wife, but his wife has since forgave him for his infidelity, but he, again, has been put into the public uh, eyes, Ashley Madison Hack. Now, if you don't know what that is, don't feel bad, because I really was like, what? why do I keep hearing about this Ashley person? Like, what does she do? I, I, I really thought it was a real person. I, I honestly did, because it was just everywhere. And so I said, let me see what this is about. Actually, I was listening to... Uh, the radio when another related uh, statistic came out or uh, are happening, it was saying that Alabama was the most uh, recorded uh, cheating or a state of infidelity with regard to some, um, you know, headline. And I was like, what in the world are they talking about? So, of course, I had to get out and look in the paper. I started taking notes. Then what happened a few minutes later, one of my listeners, one of my followers on Facebook, one of my friends actually in real life, sent me the thread before it got blocked off from different areas. And what has happened, just in case you don't know, Ashley Madison is a website. It actually is a website that had over 37 million anonymous uh, active paid memberships. Now, the site is like lots of other sites, but this particular site is a site especially for married persons who have the desire to cheat. Okay, I had to kind of really make sure 
that that's what this site was for. But the slogan to this site, and you can still see it because they, the people who have hacked this site have lost it to a point where some of the information is still available to view. It isn't accessible for others to join and that sort of thing. But if you look up Ashley Madison, you'll see that their slogan is, life is short, have an affair. And it's like a lady with her hand up to her mouth saying, shush. And from what I'm understanding and from what the information that were forwarded to me and gathered towards me was that you as a paid subscriber, usually and abundantly male in gender, I think it was targeted towards males, is for you to log on, pay for uh, a membership, and in doing so, of course, like everything we do, Oh, my God, everything we do is related to your email address. Everything we do is related to some type of phone number, where you live, some type of statistics. But if you're going on this site, you would have had to provide an email, actually a physical address, credit card information, and um, what you were kind of looking for. Now, when I tell you the details of this hack were were ridiculous, this has been now recorded as the largest United States uh, breach of uh, privacy, security breach in American history. Now, I don't know what the one was before, but this one has been recorded as such. And the U- U.S. Department of Homeland Security came out and said, yes, this is not a joke, really real. People's, people's information is detailed and specific, and when we, we are serious about this security breach, and we're going to stop it. Now, at the same time of him having to explain how this happened, he was also having to explain why he had a membership, along with a lot of other public personnel. Uh, The prosecutor in Florida, who was very much advertised for the Lacey case, the mom who killed her daughter, wouldn't tell anybody, and actually didn't serve, I think, but like a few years, she may be still in jail. The prosecutor for that case actually was profiled because he one of the ones out of the state of Florida. But please hear ye, hear ye. Every state in the United States, and including Canada, was uh, affected by this breach. There have been a reported two suicides out uh, that have been directly related to this breach. And when I tell you, I have the list of the largest states to have participated in this, which was Alabama a 78-page report, and I was shocked out my freaking mind about it. I could not believe that the, the amount of detail. Now, I'm not going to share it with anybody, so don't ask me. I was given this information not even for listening. So I just really wanted to know if it was really real, like is this really happening? And, yes, by God, it is. The person's name, their full name, their full physical address, wherever their credit card information goes to, their web address, zip code, city, and state. So if I wanted to actually set up something with this person's information, every bit of that information is absolutely online, which was scary to me. I knew that this would be something that a lot of comics and a lot of people were going to kind of jump on board with. And true to form, Ruth Smiley did a segment on it. It is kind of funny. But once you think about what is actually being divulged, 
not the content of what is happening. Some people cheat and they do it right in your face. They're not even trying to hide nothing. But say, for instance, of someone who totally is without a clue that this is happening, and you go online or you go to work or you do whatever you're going to do, and you see your husband's name, address, his website, and the amount of money that he's actually spent on this site and what they would do is they would pay someone to help you find someone to cheat with and to keep it discreet. All of the arrangements and those sorts of things, all the details of what you were trying to do on this site. Now, first of all, you're dumb if you think involving anybody else into this is going to help you cheat. Because I I just don't get that part because it's like you're going to ask a, a, a website, you're going to pay a website to help you cheat. And not only are you going to do that, you're going to ask them to do it and, and pay them for it and then trust that they're not going to divulge or that this is, I just don't, I don't, I don't, I don't get it. But I do understand that uh, most of the uh, persons who are on this list were made aware, they were even given a type of ultimatum when they logged on earlier than the breach. I think the breach was kind of hinted at about a few months ago. Uh, the CEO was recorded to have been taunted by the hacker saying that, you know, they had to get a substantial amount of money out, had a deadline when that didn't happen. They started to actually disclose some of his private emails. So, the, the the truth of the breach being there was evident. It did not get uh, taken, I guess, seriously, or was maybe even something that couldn't be paid out. They have not yet found who these persons are or this entity. The entity has called themselves the, see, what did they say? It was a funny little name that they've given themselves, but it's not going to be funny when they find them. And if they do, the most is incarceration, but they're called the impact team. And they, again, taunted the CEO over Avid Life Media, who is responsible for the whole site, Ashley Madison. And it was established for men to do exactly what they were doing. Um, You know, there have been, again, two suicides. One, I think, was in Canada, and there's a $500,000 reward leading to the arrest of the hackers' uh, uh, arrest. Now, I just want to be on that team. Like, I, I'm so nosy. Like, I'll, 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 I will set up an account. I will act as a mole. I'll be the woman that you're trying to get to and then turn around and, and collect my money because I, I'm just kind of baffled, though, that men will go to those extents to just, decide to do something outside of the commitment that they have. That was weird to me. Like really, really weird. So I want you to I want you to just be careful about what you do, uh, divulge. If you notice every time you do anything, you could be going to pay a bill, you could be going to purchase something at a register, they're asking for your phone number, they're asking for your email address, they're asking for all of these identifiers. It's like Big Brother is watching you regardless of where you are and what you're doing. It is real, and for people to act like they don't get it, it you are just out your mind if you think that uh, it's not real. It is real, and just because you're honorable in doing your part, because I think everybody on this site had the full intention of being kept discreet, being not uh, exposed, and now 
not only are you exposed, the world had uh, for several days privy to all of your information. Like, I'm sure there's going to be some craziness, more craziness. I saw a couple of uh, online threads where people were, you know, kind of joking back and forth about it. There's a whole site on Facebook dedicated just to it, and people kind of sounding off. There's supposed to be a petition for some type of class action, but you have got to admit to being on there to even, you know, start. I don't know how this stuff out. And then there was one big uh, set of photos of a husband whose wife found out before he understood that he had been outed and ended up being uh, ran over by a vehicle. This is far from over. I think this is very, very painful. I think, too, that they did not take into an account, and I would probably guess that these are hackers who, you know, I'm just trying to be an investigator now. These people who don't understand the gravity of the exposure, this is not just an embarrassment. This has the potential to ruin a lot more than just that individual. Um, I would guess, and this is just me, that some of the names on there may not be shocking to some wives. I would also guess that some of the names on the list are going to just validate some of what some of the wives were already thinking. Like they kind of had a feeling. Some of these people ain't going to have a clue. They're picket fence and white uh, house, you know, the, the big house with the picket, white picket fence is going to be blown to shatters, and there are going to be children involved. You can bet your bottom dollar that some of what's happening, people didn't see coming, and that's devastating all by itself. I don't like it. I think it's not something to be celebrated. I saw a couple people, like, applauding it, saying that's what you get for getting your pants down and all that other kind of stuff. But I know if just one social thread in any venue, whether it be Twitter, uh, Facebook, Instagram, all of these major hitters where you have the capability of instant messaging people on a sidebar where it's not public knowledge. If somebody from Facebook decides to do this, baby, it'll be, we'll be down to probably about two states with Facebook accounts. People do things that they feel like they can do without being discovered. That's just the nature of the human being. It could be for a for anonymity for real, just for its purest form, like not needing recognition. But it also can be for something that's not quite favorite. But I just want people to stop acting like this is cute, like it's like it's something that you should be celebrating because that's not it's not a it's not a good look. It's not a good look for anybody. It's not a good look for the family. It's not um, anything that I would want celebrated out in public because, to be honest, a couple of names on the list, because, yeah, I'm nosy. I told y'all I was nosy. I looked on the list. I looked in my city. I looked in certain adjacent cities, and there were there were a couple of names that I knew. And I don't think it's my place or anybody else's place, because that's a bigger question to me. Now that something that is potentially Potentially, potentially life-changing has occurred and been made known to possibly people not even involved, would you even tell it? I don't think I would. I don't think I would say a thing to anyone. Um, I, I, you know, 
I wasn't the only person in the workhouse talking about it today and yesterday, and I don't think it's going to be something to just shut down because you can literally serve by the state, physical address, first and last name, and find out actually how much money these individuals were spending. And they were anywhere between just a registration fee or membership fee to be on the site. And there were some that were spending last and there were a lot of politicians, there were a lot of doctors. You know, the, I can't wait for them to try to say what statistics um, um, were black and white or how many blue-collar workers versus white-collar or how many um, kids, you know, how how was it, or, or who was sharing the same information. Maybe uh, a congressman who knew each other was sharing the same um, person, I know this kind of gets convoluted, but it's not, and that's why it's not that simple. Somebody decided they wanted some money and decided to just put a lot of other people into that mix. That's not cool. That that wasn't cool at all. Um, want to take a quick commercial break because I'm still showing that we're having some issue with the host and guest lines. Uh, I've already seen two phone numbers come up and disappear on my board here tonight. So we might cut this a little bit short. I'm a little tired anyway, but I want to talk a little bit about this body in this thing because I think it's important for us to understand the difference between what is ideal, what is image, uh, and what is true because those things are not automatically just, I put up some pictures, and I actually tried to tie this into a show last week, and it was about to have a show on Thursday, which is going to be interesting. It's very related to this Um and it was it was interesting to me because basically I saw a T-shirt. I saw a guy who had on a T-shirt um, who's a Facebook friend of mine. He's also a comic out of Atlanta, Georgia, by the name of Walter Johnson. Look him up on Facebook. Hilarious. Married, young guy, Kappa, yada, yada, yada. But his shirt just simply said that real men get married. Now, I personally have some idea of what that meant for me from a woman's standpoint. But from a man's standpoint, he blew me away. Uh, I told him I wanted to do the show. I asked him about the shirt. We had a almost hour conversation about it. And he was like, yeah, I'll do the show. And he was like, what do you want to do? And I was like, no, I want you to do this show because I think it's important when men are able to clearly say a truth from their standpoint because I know for sure if a woman walked around with a shirt that said, Real men get married, call hungry. She would be called uh, uh, bitter. She would be called broken simply because she knows exactly what she wants and she put it on the shirt. Now, this is not even a wanting for a man. This is a statement that he had. He's also got a shirt, t shirt line that he had some of the greatest fans. He had one that said, Bring back whipping which I want to get like that in all colors because I believe that's what's wrong with a lot of our children. They ain't getting their ass whooped. They need their butt whooped and some of the stuff on top. But he, if, if, if he can say, if he can wear a shirt like that and clearly articulate to me why this is a truth, that it's just the truth, 
I wanted to be able to have him say that same thing to the listening audience because when a woman just adding breath and vagina to any situation changes the dynamics of how things work sometimes. People lose their righteous mind over some booty and some titties, and that just kind of feeds into the night show. What is body image? What is body truth? What is that? What is fine? We'll be right back and we'll talk about it. Listen, have you been right at the point of ready? Perfect shoes, perfect dress, perfect hair, perfect makeup, and you look a fool. Well, we're going to stop all that right now. Kevin Foster is the person for you. Aside from him being able to travel to you, being known for his white tape series, he offers a unique experience that's very, very inexpensive. It'll be worth the money that you spend. Prices start at $125. If you would like an appointment with Kevin, call 770-407-9025 to set an appointment. Tell him that the Emperor sent you. It's Instagram, Facebook, or on KFOS Photography. Tell him the Emperor sent you. <laughs> I, I, I can't help it. I love pictures. I post that. I just like them. You know, the saying, I I get the humor, and sometimes I don't necessarily agree with it or not. Um, I did say uh, I would love for everybody who can get in on the line to please call. The the phone number is 646-478. And I'm typing at the same time. You know, I can't do two things at the same time. 478. Five six two five, and I've asked that if anybody has anything to say that maybe don't you know you don't want to do it online and you have issues with being online, that's fine. Or being live, that's fine. You know, I'm, I want people to be comfortable, and um, I ask lots of people to just you know post to me, give me inbox information or facts, uh, not facts, post information to the pages so that we can just talk openly about it. Now I do have a women's group. It's called Empire Women helping, not hindering, and I posted a picture of a beautiful young lady who is still my friend, Kamora, who is going to be on tonight. She's a plus-size model who actually has, to me, fullness that is very much becoming of a woman, okay? And because I'm a heterosexual female and not lesbianic, it has nothing to do with sexuality. It just really resonates woman, and it really looks good to me. I also posted inside of that thread uh, for the women a, a, a video. This is actually a movie video of a woman who had on a tight dress and she was just walking. I posted that same uh, video on my page just to see the difference in the response or the actions to it because a lot of people see things different. They zone in on different vibes, and when it when it's a still photo you kind of add the tone and all that other stuff to it. I saw those in two very different ways. But when I posted the, the picture on my um, page and I posted the video on my page, surprisingly, it was extremely surprising because um, some of the men I totally got. I got it. She had an hourglass figure, and we're going to talk about those body types in just a minute. She had an hourglass figure. She was able to uh, make her body, I guess, jiggle. I, I don't even know the word. Well, any woman with enough weight on her can make their body do what she was doing. And basically, she was walking in a way that made her butt move. She had an expressly small waist. I assumed, I couldn't confirm whether or not she had on a waist center, but she was evidently very 
statuette. She was weighted in the breast area, very small in the waist area, and almost extremely small in the waist area. And then uh, large dark onion bouté on the back. I mean, it was huge. It was fighting itself. It was moving all around. It was like, I don't know, it was like walking around in the back of her dress by itself. I, I, I don't even know how that happened because it just didn't look natural to me. Okay, I posted it. Several different people from all walks of, of thought uh, posted on it, and I was interested in, in, in why, because I know that this is going to be viral. This particular thread is already at 955 hits. It's been shared that many, the woman who is obviously extremely um, uh, aware of her body image. Now, body image is different from body type. Now, body image has to do with a person's subjective thoughts about their own physical appearance. They are very aware of how their physical appearance makes other people react. This is the definition. This is not something I'm making up. So body image has to do with you knowing what you look like and you knowing what your body looking like does to other people. Now, how you feel about it and how you can control your body is a part of body image. It has nothing to do with health. It has nothing really even to do with esteem, but it has to do with your awareness of your body. So when I... um. One of my guys on the thread, which usually we disagree about a lot, so I enjoy talking with him, only because he just kind of says what he has to say, and it comes from a very strong place. And and he's and sometimes it's argumentative, sometimes it's right up in my face. I can appreciate the both of them. I want to know if you saw them. Um, we're talking about it, and he said, first of all, she had a little bit too much movement. It's all over, she's sexy to me, but he said it didn't look natural. He said her waistline was too thin, and it catches his eye, but he couldn't tell, like, what was really happening. Then I had my friend Dion out of Birmingham, cool dude who always has something to say. I think he got the same sleeping demon that I have because sometimes I can get up pee in the middle of the night, and, and, and he see my light come on. What you doing up? You go to sleep, too. He said her ratio isn't off if you look at her legs, her calf to thigh, like he was doing some type of mathematical stuff. And he said her waist is sucked in by some type of contraption, and men love the movement. One man just said that he didn't know what was happening in the back of her dress. The other man said something was going on in the other part. He said it's always been that way, that men celebrate big booty, that they love enhancement. Men love breast implants and all those types of things, the more the merrier. Uh, but at, in the same thread, later on, other men were saying things that were the very opposite. And actually, cellulite, I, I was very shocked to, for him to suggest that she had cellulite because I didn't see where my second model, who was supposed to be on the show tonight, had cellulite. And very much far from the truth, she was very much more fit. Neither of the women that I saw had any cellulite, but it was just movable booty meat. I don't know what was going on with that girl because it was just extra. Um, And then I've had in other shows and other threads where people have something to say about 
the imperfections of black women and how our body type is so non-fit, so unfit in in comparison to other women. I've even seen threads of women who are non-African-American compare themselves to us saying that, you know, our their bodies are a lot more fit than um, than ours and that, you know, it's interesting because to me it seems as though more people are headed towards more African-American, full-bodied, shapely, uh, more of the non-tight, tight, tight tone bodies, which are akin to women of color, not just black women, but uh, brown women, um, anything other than Caucasian. I mean, having a, a nice bottom, nice thighs, nice legs. I mean, even the tennis star Serena and Venus have been just gone in on several years before they even got uh, any um, – praise for being who they are, and even in the latest conundrum with Bruce Jenner's ugly ass, one of the Williams twins was said to look less like a woman than he, and I'm just, like, totally confused about that. Now, I do want to talk some specifics about body mass index. I want to go ahead and open up the lines that I do have open. I hope that you have your backgrounds where we can talk, and I can leave them open because there are a couple of uh, lines that are here, and the thing is, is you don't have to agree with me. If you say, if you think that something's fat or you think that something's fine, I just want to know if you can articulate those things. Maybe because, of course, we're not in a live studio where I can see you, so you got to paint the picture for me. So let's first see. And, and again, I, I identify you by the last four digits of your uh, phone number that you're calling in on. That's the number that you have to know. I, I don't know it. I call it out. You tell me, hey, if you hear it. <laughs> Uh, let's let's start with 9124. Are you there? Can you hear me? Yes, I'm here. Can you hear me? I can hear you fine. I want to know whether or not, first of all, that you, whether or not you saw the two different body shapes uh, that I discussed earlier that were online. Yes, I did. I saw both of them. Okay. So, first of all, are there any differences between the level of body uh, fitness, the fatness, the fineness, or were they opposites? I guess when you look at things like that, beauty is in the eye of the beholder. Um, The biggest mistake a lot of women make is they think that all men are looking for the same thing. And they compare themselves to what society and media-driven images have told them is beautiful. Beauty comes in all shapes and sizes. And mm-hmm. I did some I did some research of my own because I was really really uh, intrigued with this subject because I know so many beautiful women that really tear themselves down because they feel like they don't compare or they don't measure up to whatever this standard is, and whoever uh-huh. sets the standard gets, gets to, you know, control people's lives to the point where right. a lot of women are paying for this surgery, getting these shots, and doing all these other outrageous things just to be able to, to compare. And at the end of the day, they don't want to be promiscuous. They just want attention. Uh-huh. But one uh-huh. statistic that I, want, that I want to read to you that I found when I was doing my research, it says that... Uh-huh. Uh, between 1972 and 1997, 
the percentage of unhappy women with their body types has doubled. Uh-huh. It has doubled. So there's more, there's, there's triple the amount of women back in the 70s uh-huh. today that are unhappy with their body type. And it even went even further what I was reading to say that some women abstain from sex because they don't feel comfortable enough to show their body, even to their own husband, because uh-huh. they feel they feel pressure that they, it, they can see their husband watching a TV show. And if he oohs and ahs and drools over a woman that he see on TV, she automatically thinks that that's all he wants or that's the standard she should she should be at. And mm-hmm. it also says something about when you're young, girls when they're young, the positive reinforcement that they get and don't get. Something that you could say to a young lady in early in her life can stick with her throughout her adult mm-hmm. life, and she will not like that about herself, her legs or her face or her her hair or something like that. So it's deep. It's a lot deeper than I thought it was. But personally, for me, I think you can find beauty in, in all shapes of society. I do agree that there's beauty in every single one of us. I believe that we all share the ability to see different things, though. And what is fine in one person's mind is different than another person's uh, mind, so the eye would be no different. I had written something down, and now I can't find it because I'm really, because you, you hit on two particular points. The attitudes about uh, body image really affect, uh, are affected by a, a lot of different ways. People just don't understand sometimes that certain things are being celebrated. When you celebrate certain body type or certain body image or certain thing, um, it becomes an image of beauty if it is Celebrate it, but it also is the opposite if it is downplayed, which some women, I've heard women say, you know, if I get enough money, I'm going to get me a booty, or if I get enough money, I'm going to get me some breasts. I've heard women say that because it is obviously a celebration for the opposite mm-hmm. uh, when you don't have that. Uh, oh, here I am right here. Here I am. It's Lily. You talk- hey, Lily, how are you doing? I can't complain. How about yourself? I, I'm I'm not going to complain. I can, but I'm not, and it ain't going to change anything. So I just decided to try to look up some of these things about body image, body mass index, and, and, and what is what is sexy and what is not. Now, we've already said that body image has to do with how you feel about your personal self, how you how you know that you control or not. So the, the standard is this. If you have healthy body image, you have a clear perception of what your body shape is. The very mm-hmm. parts of your body, you know what you really look like. And so you, when you have a positive body image, you can look like I can look right now at both of these stomachs that I got. And I can say I, lo- I love both of them. I'm not going to say that, but if I have positive body image, I would look at them and I would know and I would embrace and accept that that is what my body type is. It doesn't worry me about food. I'm not you know, nervous about what I'm going to eat. I just have to make choices that are comfortable and that I can be confident in the body that I have. But negative uh, body image is when you feel that you're ashamed, you have a self-consciousness about what you wear, what you look like, uh, you're anxious about your body. Just like uh, Greg said earlier, 
you're married to somebody, but they never really seen the stomach. If you have sex with that person, they you, you have a thing about them seeing your full body. That's a negative body image. What do you have to say about it so far? I can actually agree on that, and I'm going uh, to say I want the victim of that. Uh-huh. And what he stated and what he wrote, something can be said to a little girl that will stick to her for a big portion of her life in regards uh-huh. to how she feels about her body. Uh-huh. And in my growing up, I grew up with a, a female cousin, which when we were younger, she had pretty much, you know, she had a figure out of this world, but I was always the chubby girl. Uh-huh. And with me being the chubby girl, her grandmother and other and other older women in the family would say some of the most god-awful things about me being the chubby girl. Uh-huh. To where I didn't like myself for a long time. Uh-huh. Did not like myself. Well- and, I, and the only reason why I'm 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 tripping right now is because for some reason I think I have a security breach. I think I got Allison Madison, uh, Ashley Madison on my phone because I promise you I have been discreet about the certain number of people that come into my girls group because I don't want women to feel some kind of way about me and being in there because mm-hmm. you can't even see each other in this particular room. This is just what mm-hmm. women have on their mind and what they have to say. There's a man that just showed up in my room and I didn't have to delete and block him. And this is the same type of idea about what uh, women feel about their uh, body image. I'm telling you, I can remember distinctly that during the late, uh, I would say hmm, around the 80s, 90s, it, it had to be early 90s. Because it was when Sandra was on two two seven. I can remember yes. that was a whole whole different welcoming for a full figure, full breasted woman. I promise mm-hmm. you, in my mind I identify with her because I unfortunately I was born with breasts. I was probably born with an A cup. It's ridiculous. And it was I, I've actually had breast reduction surgery because my body was that misproportioned. I think I was twenty four, twenty five when I did it, and the doctor mm-hmm. actually told my mom at the time. They said she really doesn't need to do this until after she's had children, because she's still in a growing thing when she has babies. Da 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 da. But I was so tired of having the body of a grown woman. Not that I wasn't grown. I just knew that there was some attention that came along with certain things that I wore. Well, I've uh-huh. never, ever took a shirt in my life, ever. I've never worn any shirt that goes inside of a skirt or um, a pair of pants. I've never done that my whole life. I've never worn um, shirts that were fitted to the to the chest unless they had sleeves because it accentuates the top part of your body from the bottom part of your body. And the older, uh-huh. the older that I got, the different I got. Why is it that women don't understand that what you have is what you have? Because we've already discussed that men 
understand body image of, uh, well, we haven't discussed it. Men understand body image and awareness a lot more so. You can have a man that's got a Dunlap, which is a belly that lap over the bed of the belt <laughs> area. Who can, who can require, I'm serious, they can require a certain body type of woman and get that. And that is uh-huh. not the truth in reverse. If you find a man that has a bunch of requirements about his maintenance and things like that, you would ex- anticipate or expect that he's probably very, very well fit himself. But a lot of the times that's not the truth, and it's because uh-huh. they have a they have clear body image. Why is it just women, in your opinion? Um, who you're talking to, me? Yes, either you or Greg, or both your lines are open, the other line is blocked. Um. I'm going to say, in my personal opinion, like the teddy bear style guy, that's what you described. The teddy bear, he would rather have that petite or mid-sized woman to basically compliment himself in regards to body proportion. Uh-huh. You get where I'm, where I'm going with this? I, where if, I he's a, see. if he's a... If he's a teddy bear, then why would he want a mama bear? Because they go together. That's how. But that's how it go. I thought. I thought that's how it should go. Like if I, I that's what I would think, but I may be wrong. Okay. Okay. Um, can I say something? Yeah. Mm-hmm. First. First. First of all, uh, uh, physical attraction may be something that would draw you in, but that would never sustain any relationship. You can have uh-huh. the whatever whatever the media generated image of what a perfect body is. We hear all the names all the time. But women seem to think that all men see everything the same. Now here's some truth from a man. I like Halle Berry. And I like Jill Scott. I like Gabrielle Union. And I also like, uh, you know, other women that are considered to be plus size. A real man uh-huh. likes, women, likes women, period. A man uh-huh. has a couple of different categories that he's dealing with. When, when men sit around and talk, we can, we can see a picture of a woman and we'll say, would you would you hit it or would you keep it? Or would you just spend one mm-hmm. night with her or would you would you keep her? You gotta understand mm-hmm. when your man see a fine woman walking down the street, that don't mean he wanna keep her and marry her. That's just like you see a Rolls Royce or a Bentley ride down the street. You know you ain't getting ready to go buy one, but you like the way it looks. Mm-hmm. When it comes down to it, a man, especially a successful man, he needs somebody that he can trust. He needs somebody that he can trust with his life, with his money, somebody that's going to have his back no matter what. Now, I know y'all have seen that movie that Tyler Perry did, Why Did I Get Married? And when, when Jill Scott was oh, this with my that guy, when Jill Scott was with that guy and she kept putting herself down based on her negative body image, what she thought of herself, and he said to her, he said, you may not like yourself, but you don't have to keep throwing that out to me. There's a lot of women that, that think they, that they have a negative body image of themselves, and they just don't know the uh-huh. ugliest thing about you is the way that you feel about yourself. If you don't uh-huh. feel good about yourself, 
nobody's going to see how you look good or bad because you are already carrying that negative energy. And you, you're uh-huh. comparing yourself to something that's not even real. Most of the things you see on TV, nobody wants that, but that's what's being shopped in front of you. Now, it's something that deeper that why media images do that, but look at the entertainers. You know, everybody's not going to be Nicki Minaj. Everybody's not going to be Kay Michelle. Everybody don't want that. It's good to look at, but that's not what every man wants to keep. Uh-huh. I, I do believe that um, there are, okay, there is that train of thought, and, and I'm playing devil's advocate because that's how we're going to get to talk. There are images out there that even men support the more so, congratulate the more so, give kudos the more so, because that those are the threads that I try to blow up. I try to blow those threads up. I get in those groups, not in those groups, but I get on those threads where men are telling women or articulating to women what is sexy. You can say all day that um, there's a certain uh, type of woman when you go into celebrity world it's a more acceptable thing. You know, it's just a more acceptable way of of being plus size. They say that you're, it's the same thing that a normal female hears when she hears, oh, you have it, but you are real cute in the face. Like, that's the biggest ah. insult in the world. Like, that's ah. I, I hate. I've, I've heard that before. and I I've heard it in my life. life. And, and a lot of it is not. Uh, I don't take it internally now in my age now, but when I was younger, I absolutely did because a lot of just being a woman, period, a teenage woman, so I would say probably early 30s is in comparison to what the standard is. There's a lot of things. I mean, I was one of those women probably about 10 years ago that had to have that onion booty. Like, I really wanted it. Like, and it wasn't... Like I didn't already have one I just knew that the proportion way That men saw it Is different than what a woman sees it And when a woman has it excessively She knows it The woman on the video who was walking Back and forth in front of that other man It was absolutely an aware person That she knew this was a calling card For being the baddest Versus a woman who some women say, I ain't got no ass at all. I got maybe a little bit. I've heard women even say about the breast, I got just about a mouthful. That's about it. Some women go overboard, and you can't even see your feet for your breast trying to accentuate what men like because men like breasts and butts. So I do understand that there are some gauges on it, but then there's some un- unreasonable things like, this whole waist circumference. Now, this this, this waist interesting is new. I ain't going to even lie. I've been trying to look for one because if I find one, I'm going to buy it and I'm going to see if it works because I know plenty of people who are Duke who are wearing the waist interest. They, they swear by it. They say that it actually works. There's even a wrap that you can buy to, for the waist circumference to change it and to, you know, Fix that waist to where it it makes your body into an hourglass, whether you're made out of it or not. And I, I want to go right through these female body shapes because, first of all, I'm pissed that they name these body shapes in uh, fruit. 
I don't know why it had to be fruit, but I could have just been A, B, C, and D. But no, they made us fruit. But the way circumference, actually in medicine, sometimes before the doctor even touches you, he can look at your waist circumference and other risk factors and tell whether or not you're going to have diabetes. Actually, to measure your waist, you need to stand uh, uh, stand up straight, place a tape measure around the middle of your body from hip bone to hip bone, all the way around. And you're going to do it while you're holding your breath in. And then you're going to do it by blowing your breath out. If you have a waist size that's greater than 35 inches for women or 40 inches for men, that's just a precipitating factor that is going to put you at a higher risk of being diabetic. But this same type of testing has changed the levels of what is a diabetic from one year to the next. So it's it's totally a fabricated way of saying that you're fat and it's more of trying to fit you instead of into body health and to body image. Just 10 years ago, in order to have a high blood sugar count, you had to be greater than 125. Ten years before that, it was normal to be 70 to 99. The same diet, same height to weight, the same BMI chart uh, that converts your height in uh, feet and inches by your weight has changed very little. So it don't matter what we eat. (laughs) It don't matter what your blood sugar says or not, because, you know, some people don't even know that you can take your blood sugar at the wrong time and get this out of the range, uh, high or low. But people, some people just think, okay, I ain't on no sugar pills. I ain't got no diabetes. I don't have a stomach that is – I don't have a waistline that is greater than 35 stomachs, uh, but you can actually be too tall for the weight that you are and be clinically called obese. And it's these types of things that make people crazy because, like, just for instance, I am 5'7", okay? At 5'7", I am supposed to weigh, let me see what this says, and it's going to be so wrong because I said I wasn't going to look at mine, but this is what it says. I'm supposed to be no no more than 100 and 55 to 175 pounds, and I can tell you that I'm busting it all the way wide open. Like, I could probably start for the, for the uh, Atlanta Falcons. I could be a linebacker with that height and weight and size. Like, I could be over over into this other range of, of charts, and I'm supposed to be, I'm not going to tell you what, I'm, what, what, what weight I am, but I should be almost 5'11". I should almost be 5'11 by my weight. And and, and it don't bother me because I know that body types are different. Now, here go the body types. Now, just for a guess, just for a guess, what what body type do you think you have? uh, Maybe if I say either apple, let's see, let me look at them all together. Apple, banana, pear, or hourglass. Ah, an apple. Okay, you're going to say you're an apple. 
Greg, well, I just I just shot to a picture of myself. <laughs> I did. I, okay, I, so, I just shot you a picture of myself so you can see. Okay. Um, Greg, let's see. You're a guy, and they give you guys different terms. It's called an ectomorph, a mesomorph, or an endomorph. Just guess which one. Well, it's is it? yes, just one of those. Which one do you think you are? <laughs> I, I have no idea. <laughs> Okay, but so let me just let me just can I say let me something? Just give it this. Yes, uh huh. Listen, okay. It's just I don't, the part that I don't get. Some of the most beautiful black women that I know are are some of the hardest critics of their own, you know, body type. They they really they can't accept compliments. If somebody gives them a compliment, they feel like it's in lieu of them trying to get something, and they constantly compare themselves to other people, to other women, and try to measure to that. This is how a man thinks. I go to the gym at least four days a week. If I go in the gym and I see a dude in there that looks like he's been working out since before I was born, I'm not going to dislike him. I'm going to follow him. And I'm going to say, hey, man, what are you eating and what are you doing to get like that? I've been in the store before shopping, and I see a guy that looks like he's a personal trainer. And I walk up to him and say, hey, you know, I'm trying to get, you know, get myself in shape, not just to lose weight, but, you know, a lifestyle change. What do you eat and what do you don't eat? But it seems like women have this thing where Uh there's a competition, you know, Uh and if they're in a room full of women and a woman shows up, she might have the same type of shoes you have on or she might, you know, look a certain way. I mean, I know women that sit at home and hate. I was with a girl one time and she couldn't stand J-Lo. And I was like, what does she do to you? You know, or she didn't like uh, Beyonce saying she had a bad attitude. I said, have you ever talked to her? Have you ever? No, I just don't like her. But the women that were plus size, and one in particular that was uh, Layla Hathaway, she liked uh-huh. her. And it's like, uh-huh. does somebody have to be at the same level or be the same body type for you to feel comfortable with them? And if it is, all about body type, and it's really about what you feel like about yourself. Why not change your lifestyle and and work out and do all those things that will fix that? If that's the case, you know, I just I can't really wrap my head around that. I'm trying to get myself to be the way that I was when I was in the military, and I'm getting there. I've dropped two pants sizes, and I'm I'm wearing clothes that I couldn't wear ten years ago. And it's not just a temporary change, it's a lifestyle change for me. And it's for me. <clears throat> but I just, it, you know, for whatever reason, a lot of women, <clears throat> once they get to a certain place and they don't like their body type, and it's not just a, 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 a heavy set or a plus size woman. I know some thin women that find stuff wrong with themselves. 
you know, and they think that, oh, if a man sees this, that's going to be it, you know. I, I just, the whole line of thinking is very intriguing to me, and it's just, I think it's it's poisoning an adult generation of women and a young generation of women, especially a younger one now, because they surround it with it constantly. You ever see the magazines in the, in the rack while you're waiting in the grocery store to check out? Every woman uh-huh. on the magazines is, is like a one or a zero, you know, uh-huh. inside. But, but, you know? but the, the, the essence of woman in every sense of the word, not just the body shape, we're, we're programmed to please. Men don't have that. They don't have all. They they don't have the 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 reinforcement in all of the venues of your life to change their personal appearance. Where women have that's the basis of being woman in some ways to men. So if it's change your hair, change your clothes, change your body size change the what, what you eat, all of those kind of things are just fitting into the other part of being, quote-unquote, submissive to the, the desires of your mate. And it, mm-hmm. it's reemphasized subtly in mm-hmm. everything. It's not just body weight. I mean, mm-hmm. if it were, if the only thing that men have to compete with other men for with regard to that when, you, when it comes to physicality and what you look like, how your body shape and stuff like that, the first thing that they're uh, called is gay or they're busted down their manhood by other men but not being able to do it and then they pull out their wallet in comparison. I've heard men say this. I ain't the best-looking man in the world. I ain't the finest man in the world, but I'll take care, you know, I'll do the things. So they compare in other ways to other men. Sometimes they'll even aspire to be like other men in financial ways if they know that they don't have to do this other stuff like my hair look a certain way, my clothes, my body type. But some men who are, quote, unquote, good-looking, fine men, because I also posted a picture of this guy into the ladies' room. He's a model. He is a fitness model. He's like a walking bag of muscles. That is so unattractive to me. Like, it's just, I do not... I mean, I, I am a female, and I, I like male bodies, but if you look like you didn't chisel off of a bar of soap, like you look like Arnold Schwarzenegger on a good day on Terminator, I mean, every day, like, that's just, that's so extra masculine that it's proof for that person rather than being attracted to me at all. Like, I like masculine men, but I don't want you to be looking like you're going to be in a show all the time. That's just a personal preference. But some people absolutely think that that's it. I even, and that's, I how, in, that's um, how I feel about that, that woman that you showed walking, looking like a bowl of jello. That's how I feel mm-hmm. about that. I don't need that. Mm-hmm. I, I don't want that. But, and, and some men think the very opposite, just like some women think the very opposite of me. I posted up that picture, and I posted up another picture of a guy who is a lot more smooth muscle. It's obviously a male body, even if you were to just take nothing but a picture of the back or, you know, something like that. You know that it's obviously a man. That's masculine to me. Besides anything, because I do understand that people are attracted by what they see first, but to ignore 
arrogant and say, oh, she's just really a good person and she built like a block. I, I know men don't say that. I know I know that they have a lot of opinions. Even the most masculine man has an opinion about what a woman's shape and presentation and all those things should be. Uh, let me tell you about these fruits because I just want to say about these fruits because I don't really know. Okay, this says, tri- okay, I'm not going to say which one it is, I'm just read it. It says triangle downward. The woman has broad shoulders and bust and narrow hips. That's a fruit. Then it says the other body shape is where the woman's waist measurement is about nine inches smaller than her hip or her bust line, which I don't think that's a really cute shape, but that's what they say. Then it's a woman's measurement are greater, her hip measurements are greater than her bust measurement. So she kind of hip heavy. I think the lady on the um, video would have been misproved. And then, of course, the hourglass, which is their equal size. So the hips and bust are almost equal, and the waist in the center. Now, I would love to be the hourglass because she's going to kill a skirt. She's going to kill a suit. You know, I'm just thinking when clothes hit her body, it's going to be perfected, kind of like. But based on what I know I like to wear and how I feel sexy when I put on clothes, like it has very little to do personally with, like, well, I can make somebody who doesn't even like sick girls like me because. I know all you have to do is get into tune with that person. As a matter of fact, I had someone say that I would be a perfect mate for them, but I was a little bit too heavy. I've never dated any. Now, he didn't say it in those words because otherwise I would be on the front of a cereal box. But I'm saying, like, okay, you know what you like and you know what you want as your compliment. And when people can say, uh, everything about this person is good, but this is just different from what I would have chosen. I understand that. I understand that, but it's the same way with me about my own body. I know when I ain't bloated how my stomach don't show through my shirt, and I like how that looks versus when you look through my shirt and you see two stomachs. And I know if I had this hourglass, and, and that's just true. Men do the same thing. Y'all do the same things but in, in different ways, and you do it for yourself on the on which is the appropriate way. Women, I think, do it the opposite way. We have to see what he likes first or what he responds to first. Okay. And that's how we. Can I get? Here's an example. Yeah. I was out one. I was out one night at a. Uh, sports bar, and uh, I met this young lady, a uh, friend introduced her to me, and she was kind of, not petite, but she was, she had a nice shape, long, pretty hair, she was real pretty, and she came over and sat down and ordered a drink, and about five minutes into the conversation, I thought I was talking to the girl that used to roll with Nino Brown and his crew uh, on, on Jack City. She was talking like like she was a thug. I mean, mm-hmm. she was like, I felt like I was talking to some woman in the alley in Chicago. 
And as I talked to her and the more she talked and the more ignorant the conversation got, the uglier she got. So, I mean, image, body, body and, and what we consider to be pretty and, and fine and all that, it, it's only so much. It's only so much, you know, and people have to bring more than just that. You have to bring more than just that. Somebody can walk into a room and capture somebody's attention, you know, but what else are you bringing? And that's from that's speaking from a mature man standpoint because I know some young men that don't care. They're just trying to get some. I'm not that young man that's just trying to get some. Well, well, let me tell you, what about if she, because I'm saying the first, Lily said she was an apple. An apple-shaped woman has broad shoulders and bust and narrower hips. Mm-hmm. A, a banana woman has pretty much equal measurements from the top to the bottom. That's a woman whose measurement is less inches in the bust and the Yeah, so they're pretty Mm -hmm. much not straight up and straight down, but it's just not an evident difference between her bust line and her hip line. And all of the definitions, if you look in any of these body image and body types, it's always a breast and hip. It's never really truly the bust uh, bone structure as it should be, but this this is how people determine whether or not you have a a, a nice body body shape. The pair is a upside down triangle. An apple is a triangle that's pointing downward, but uh, a pear is a, a upward triangle where the hip measurements are wider than the bust. So your breast area is smaller than your bottom area, and then of course the hourglass is where it's kind of equal up top and bottom, which is how that woman was. I mean, but I think it was evident that she was exaggerated. Now, with the men, they start talking about muscle mass. See, they don't even, they don't even, they don't even, and they actually have clinical terms on how they, how they call these. Now, with us, they want to call us a bag of fruit. And with the men, they want to say this. Okay, the men that are ectomorph, E-C-T-O-M-O-R, skinny guy, they has a light bill small joints, and lean muscles. He usually has long limbs, and they said that the, the, the muscles are just stringy because they aren't really defined. They're not really, you know, shown because they're the length of his body. Okay, so that's the ectomorph. Now, the mesomorph is a large bone structure, large muscle, and a natural athletic physique. It says that these are the best body types for bodybuilding, and they find it quite easy to gain and to lose weight. It, even in the way that they describe body types, these both are body types. With the women, they want to tell us how big our breasts are, how big our booties are, how small our waists are. But with the men, they're telling us about the, the bone structure and how the muscles either are pronounced in those areas or not. Now, the mesomorph, again, is the bodybuilder type that has the naturally strong platform type of body for building muscles. And then you have the mes- mesomorph. This, what well, is the mesomorph? 
the endomorph, E-N-D-O-M-O-R-P-H. Now, the endomorph is a solid but generally soft body type. Easily gaining weight, and they usually are shorter built with thick arms and thick legs. And most men say that this is who they are. If you compare the three, the endomorph, the mesomorph, and the ectomorph, if we made that a woman, she would be the banana. Because she just pretty much even all over. I'm serious. Everybody, that's pretty the average. That's just the average body. Nothing accentuated. Just you know, the top to bottom is how they say it. But they say it in such different ways. And and the reason why I say it like that is because with women and men, we all have issues with parts of our bodies that we don't like. I mean. That's just the truth. That's not going to go anywhere. Everybody's, you know, always working on something. If that wasn't the truth, we wouldn't be dieting and we wouldn't be uh, aware of what we put in our mouth. Now, some people do eat to live instead of living to eat. I particularly like to eat. I like food. Like, it's just, it's good. It's like you have so many choices, but I refuse to eat certain foods just because they make me physically feel bad. Like, I just cannot eat. I cooked pork chops yesterday, and I can't eat any because it makes me feel bad, but my kids love them, so I cook them for them. I cook me some cabbage. But that doesn't mean that I, I got a flat stomach. That just means that that's what I eat, and I eat for my body to feel good. There's also a body um, uh, eating in such a way that it's poor to just purely feed the body image, anorexia and bulimia. And just to be clear, I have never known, hmm, I won't say that, I know a lot of people who function on the borders of anorexia. If a wedding's coming, and I'm talking about grown folks, I ain't talking about in high school. I was introduced to bulimia when I was in college. I met a, 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 I had a roommate who ended up telling me exactly how I could lose weight without very, very little effort. All I had to do was instead of eating food stuff that I had to chew, I needed to just totally drink liquid for like a week, and that way I would be able to lose weight, and sure enough, I did. Then I met someone who told me that if you don't, if that doesn't work and you want to lose it a little bit faster and you just get really, really hungry because sometimes you get kind of lightheaded, which all of these symptoms are called starvation. <laughs> They're called starvation, and some people practice this routinely. She said, if you get too lightheaded, what you need to do is just go ahead and binge and eat a lot of food, and then about 30 minutes later, go and vomit it all up before it can digest. It'll cure you from being hungry, and it'll make you still not have to store any fat. Now, this was something that someone showed me how to do. I practiced it. I lost 30 pounds, and I thought I was fine as hell, but I passed out at school. I was hungry, and I said, I can't do this. I can't like this. It's got to be something else. 
that you can do to feel better than this. Mm. And the thing is, is the better than feeling had to come from somewhere that didn't have nothing to do with food. It took me a lot later in life to recognize that. But I know the two of you, there's a couple of other callers that are just blocked, and we're going to just leave them blocked tonight since we're already in our conversation about body image and body truth. Um, is there anything in particular that you can identify that you don't like about your body? Because mm-hmm. the first step in, in, in any type of intervention, and this is an intervention, this is an empire intervention, what you can do to change that. Because I already said it, I, you know, this might not be the right thing to say, but I'm going to find this waste mission. I'm going to try it and see what it do. Because I just want to see if it really works, because I can't believe that you can just train your belly to do certain things. But biology-wise, your stomach and diaphragm and all sits in a place that can be trained to sit up. It's not a fix, but it is a way to train until your body gets used to sitting in the same way. So let's start with the ladies, and then we'll go to you, Greg. Lily, what you want to do? Or are you satisfied with who you are? I don't care no more. That's where I am like, I ain't trying to please nobody. I'm happy with who I am and what I am. I totally don't care. Okay, Greg? Oh, wow. (laughs) Um, (laughs) uh, I've always... uh, I've always uh, been athletic, played basketball, football. Uh, even when I was on active duty in the military, I participated in a lot of things. Um, it's, I can't necessarily say it's something that I don't like about myself that I want to change, but uh, getting out of the military after so many years is a lifestyle change. And if you want to reverse that, you have to make another lifestyle change. So, I don't really drink alcohol and beer and stuff like that, but I just, for me, it's about uh, living my life, living a more healthy life. So, you know, of course I want to work on, you know, my muscles and my endurance and, you know, my stomach and stuff like that. But, I mean, I can see it. It's, it's, It's doable. It's attainable. So, you know, it's not something you know, that I can't reach and um it's just it's just about being more healthy for me and and uh being disciplined enough to change what I you know, what I eat and things that I put in my body and just, you know, looking at things different, you know, as a whole because I know I'm the type of person I could gain weight easily and you know, after I take my physical, if they tell me that my blood work is high or something I need to change, you know, I guess I just I just want to be healthy for the most part. But uh, there, I can't necessarily say anything about myself that I that I don't like physically. Well, that is a great place to insert this commercial break, and then I'm going to go empire because. I honestly, I really do want something to eat right now. Cause what did I have? I had um, cabbage and uh, broccoli casserole at work. 
when I got home, I made spaghetti because that's what they wanted to eat. And I just didn't want that. And so I have eaten a whole bin of strawberries. And I'm going to tell you, the healthy eating, you'll be quite as full as you, as you are when you eat a lot of the other stuff. But I'm going to tell you, I'll tell you in just a minute. Are you tired? Are you sick and tired? Are you just plain done? Well, that's where I am, and we're going to change things. Here on The Empire, we change by informing, organizing, and doing things that really make a difference. If you have an organization or a program that is for the betterment of the human experience, that's where we're going to start. To be a part of this movement, please contact me. I am The Empress Cooper on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Or email me at EmpressCooperDavidson at gmail.com. Or just hit me up on my website, www.TheEmpress.com, where The Empress speaks and The Empire listens. Listen, I know that change won't just happen overnight. But nobody's going to change this but us. Listen, I just got a new caller on the on the line, and I want to extend because I hate for people to call in, press one, and then I'm, you know, talking. So I'm going to open up your line zero one nine six. Are you there? Can you hear me? Yeah. Did you have anything to add to the show about body image, body type? Uh, or anything to that nature. No, I was just listening. Okay. Well, we were talking about being fat or being fine, and so this is the part of the show where I kind of just say my little piece. Welcome to the show either way. I wish that you had been on a little bit earlier, but anytime you come on the Empire just press one, we'll get to talking. If you just want to listen then, then we'll do it. But tonight we were talking about body image, body truth, and we've gone through all of the charts, all of the little fruits, whether or not you have an apple-shaped body, a pear-shaped body, and for the guys, whether you're an endomorph or whether you're um, an uh, ectomorph, the truth of body image is that it is an image, which means that it is not the all-in-all. All. It is not the platform that you're supposed to be just like. That's like a graven image. That's like you. I'm going to try my best to be just like that. That's not the point of it. There is an ideal. Uh, all of these charts that we talked about, the body mass index, uh, the BMI, um, what uh, good glucose is, what weight circumference is, and all of those things that are associated with weight and health are just charts that are ideal. There is no human being on this earth that is totally into all of these BMIs and all that and not have some type of complications. Because I'm going to tell you, the majority of people who have type 2 diabetes are within the normal body weight. It is a genetic disorder and a lot of other diseases that they tell you, heart disease, high cholesterol, some of those things are just the way that your body's made. But it doesn't necessarily mean that you have to fit into that. That's the one part of it. The, uh, the biggest part of it is that the attitude that you have about the body that you have is how you're going to carry and transfer for other people to react to you. I can't tell you because I know you all know some of these same people. There's some people who are absolutely positively not in shape. I would say, quote, unquote, o- overweight. And then I've even seen people who are are really obese because they call you obese whenever you're so much above. If you're BMI, once you calculate your height to weight to your age and what they say you're supposed to be, 
if you're over that number by 30% or uh, 30 points, they call you obese. But they call people who are obese who are actually not obese because they haven't changed the scales of height to weight into height, weight, and body type for so long. So there are some people who actually are perfectly fine height to weight, but because they fall out of these rules, they call them obese. And some people want to be called obese so that they can have the bowel, the surgery, so they can have a gastric bypass, like all day long, all day long trying to get some surgery that was meant for people who are morbidly obese. But that's a whole other story. If you, are, if you embrace yourself as healthy, as comfortable, as satisfied, then the subjective that you give to other people is that I'm healthy, I'm satisfied, and I like myself. Now, there's no way to fool anybody by that because a lot of the times when you see people doing like this young lady did on this video that's on, on Facebook on my page, Sharon, the Empress Cooper, go on and add me. You see this woman prancing around to make her booty shake in that way that is actually an advertisement that she has a discomfort that she's doing everything in her power to get people to give her kudos for something that society says is okay. I don't think it's okay that your booty be fighting itself in the back of a dress. But I, 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 and that's just me. I know how to make my booty do that same thing, but to me it's not cute, so I try my best for none of my body parts that are movable to be jigging around on my body when I'm mobile. Like, that's just crazy to me. It, of course, brings attention to those areas, which is exactly what one of my callers said. He said that if you have someone who's walking around in a dress, he said, we love women with sundresses. He even inboxed me and said, you know, men like to see that. When they see you walking and you got on the sundress and your booty is making the dress walk, move, I can see your booty. So it's really about that. And then you walking around with half of your breast hanging out, and that shirt is moving. They're anticipating, you know, maybe, maybe a breast will pop out. But that's all that you're doing. You're actually advertising your boobs and your butt to the world to say, hi, I'm really here, instead of obviously a functioning cranium person would know that if you're a female and you're dressing as a female would, and you're conducting yourself as a female does, and you wear clothes that are proportionate to the body type that you have, not the body shape, the body type that you have, then you'll still be able to get that same summoning without all of the extra. What, what also kills me is women who get all upset about you catcalling, but I can see your areola. Like I'm seeing your breast, I'm seeing your thong. I'm seeing you up walking around and twisting around in front of men. So why would you then get upset because he's calling you like you see it? There is a great difference between the two women that I posted earlier. One of them is on a mobile video, and it was just the point. She is obviously trying to get attention by her body by um, just jiggling around the place. Now, I'm hoping this is not who I think this is that I just put on hold, but if you want to come back on, we, we, we got like 30 more minutes. But one, what I wanted to say is this. There's a difference between accentuating what you have and putting what you have on display. On display. There's a difference between 
me because I, I I'm not I'm not tooting my horn. I just know I've had breasts as long as I had breasts. I I know that men like breasts. I mean that's a part of what they do. Me women women love nice backs. Like when when these little fitted shirts start coming out, it was like oh my, I was having too, I was having too much. Like I was catching my breath all the time because a, a nice back is just masculine to me. I ain't talking about whipped up. I can see your blood pressure. I can see your veins full. I ain't talking about all that. I'm just talking about a nice fitted shirt, even a tailored shirt on a man. It just does something for me. And then the little part, Lily, you know the part in their legs where that where the joint comes together. I don't know the muscle because I feel that part of AMP and I hated that in the in the nervous system when I was in school. But when they are very well trained, one of my covers for this show is a is a uh, a classmate of mine. He's like a brother of mine named Thomas Love and he's a very shy person, extremely shy. And but in later in life he decided to start working out and he absolutely says he's addicted to doing that. He loves taking care of his body. He loves seeing his body change from one body type into this other sculpted body part. It's getting really hard, though. It's getting, like, almost like that Arnold Schwarzenegger thing. And I was like, don't go no further. But it does something that has nothing to do with sexuality for him. It is absolutely something that he enjoys, and it's a part of his lifestyle now. Same thing with these women. I'm going to tell you something about these women who got these hard-ass breasts, and and, and and I'm talking about women who are not taking hormones, they're, they're, they're working out, they are exchanging because they're growing more muscle or fat, so they don't have the padding that would naturally be in a softer female body. I don't see how that feminist is. I'm not against it, and I'm not mad at it, because I promise you I will carry all these little thick legs I got around any day of the week before I get cut up and ripped up like some of some of the women. But the truth of it is, when they have when they have uh, fallen in love with the bodies that they have, it doesn't matter what other people think. And see, that's the biggest thing. It doesn't matter. And there's a different attitude even in the woman. I you didn't even see the woman's face very much in the video when she was walking around and all. It, it was because she was just straight trying to call attention to her dome, her onion. She wanted you to see that she could make this dress move all the way around like it was two little babies, two little midgets in the back of her back, just fighting. And I, I get that, but that that's all. I mean, that's it. Once you take the dress off, you're going to have to keep doing it. I understand that that's what the whole church bonanza is about. Look at me, make my body jiggle. But, you know, but it's like really you're telling me that I'm moving around, and some of it is different. Like this girl, as she taking her dress off, I'm pretty sure we would have saw something that was not. I'm I'm, I'm almost positive there's a difference in her body and some of the other bodies of the women that I posted inside of the event. I mean, they're fit, they're fat. I'm sure they could twerk. Um, any woman who has muscular control of her body, um. Can't, can't make that happen. But the, one of the things that someone actually just posted, well, he posted it a while ago, Elmwood Harris posted inside the event, said what's mostly important is how a person carries themselves. That's what he should have said. I look at a person's character. They act a certain way, I'm gone. I have been with thick 
I've been with fit and tight. It's the inner person. That's what most men will say, but I need y'all to also practice what you preach because what you celebrate is a woman that's able to make her booty clap. Celebrate is a woman who's almost nude in her uh, attire. What I need you to celebrate is a woman who can wear a dress or a skirt or a pair of pants that don't tell you what her DNA is because it's down tight. Like, I understand what you're saying. And the same thing with men. Women don't necessarily do the same thing with men on these accords, but when it comes to money and provision and stuff, yes, we do. I say the same thing to women with, with when it comes to that. You can't, you can't be grading a man by his wallet. You cannot do that because that has nothing to do with it. Of course, a man will love a woman that's got, if he likes titties and she ain't got none, that's going to be difficult if some other woman is nice to him and she's fat. I understand that. But if you can't even come out your mouth and say, oh, I really am attracted to this and different from I need you to go and get some double D's so I can be happy with you. Like that's two whole different conversations. A woman can't be saying, you know, I really love you so much. And you're good for me and good for my life, but you broke. And so I'm going to dump you and I'm going to go and be with this other guy because he got two jobs and he got one. Like, that's the same amount of ignorance that I think goes with this teeth shaking, popping, just nasty. And then some men say, you know, because I'm requiring a higher grade of femininity, a higher grade of womanness that I'm hating, I'm not. Because I know I understand, like my body image is clear, my body uh, type I know, I know what I feel comfortable in, and I understand too that other people may not agree with what I feel comfortable with. It's the same token with this, but when I know that you're soliciting attention purely on some superficiality, because at some point. <laughs> That booty is going, if you bought that booty, it's going to drop. And if those titties ain't real and you ain't tight, the nipples going to point down. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. That's just how it goes. It's the same thing with men. Men think, oh, I can, I got that power in my tongue and I got that, I got that penis power. Okay, there's going to come a time where you're going to have to do more than just that. Gonna be, it's gonna have to be something more than you being able to flex, and I can see your muscle contour through your shirt. You got to have some more quantity, and body image is just superficial. What about your mind? What about what's in what's what's in your head? Like that's the truth of what you are. Have you ever seen somebody like that? By just Greg was saying it earlier, she is so pretty to me, and she is so this. Her body is booming. I don't know what her problem is, but her mind. Like her mind ain't right. That that's the part of body tuning, and and, and that's the part of uh, of body image that needs to be in congruent with your with your mind. You you fine as hell, but you get old out your mind. I do some other things for relaxation and some other things that help me feel better about myself. And when I and, and I don't feel like I'm the bomb. Outside of myself, you know, as the empress, yes, I am. Can't nobody move me. Can't nobody tell me that I'm not that chick. That's how I feel like in my empress vision. But I, in my sharing, I know that there are some things about myself that I can change, but I refuse to change them for anybody else but me. 
I'm not going to do a hairstyle. I'm not going to do a nail color. I'm not going to do a, a weight training. I'm not going to do a twerk. Anybody but me, because anyone who cares about me understands that I got to carry this around. This is representative of, 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 of a mate or something like that, but this is mine. And if I'm okay with it, I'm going to need you to get on board with it. I'm in love with this song, too, that we're going to close the show with because I just, I don't even know. I think this is going to be my ringtone called Yoga. Good night. Let your booty do that yoga.
Are you tired? Are you sick and tired? Are you just plain done? Well, that's where I am, and we're going to change things. Here on The Empire, we change by informing, organizing, and doing things that really make a difference. If you have an organization or a program that is for the betterment of the human experience, that's where we're going to start. To be a part of this movement, please contact me. I am the Empress Cooper on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Or email me at EmpressCooperDavison at gmail.com. Or just hit me up on my website, www.TheEmpress.com, where the Empress speaks and the Empire listens. Listen, I know that change won't just happen overnight. But nobody's going to change this but us.